Hello, I'm Chris Danko, a sophomore on the boys' varsity basketball team. We wrapped up our season this past week. This is a Dukecast for March 4th, 2022. Join us for an in-depth look at the people and programs that make York High School great. This week, Dr. Bagasarian sat down with senior swimming two-time state champion Connor Goya. Later in the podcast, assistant principal Mr. McGuire talks to Jack Borchers about his experience setting up the tech for sporting and fine arts events. This is York. Hello, Duke families. This is Principal Bagdasarian from York High School, and uh, today is our March 4th edition of our Duke cast. This week, we have um, one of our student-athletes with us, a student-athlete who won two state championships this past weekend, uh, Connor Groya. Welcome, Connor. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right, so Connor, tell us, uh, first of all, what, what two events did you win the state championship in uh, this past weekend? So I won the 50 and 100 freestyle this past weekend. That's amazing. What a great accomplishment. And that thank brings you. us to four state championships this year, which is unbelievable. Pretty so crazy. thank you for a great weekend. Um, just tell us a little bit about your, your background and when did you start swimming and, and getting involved with, with different swim clubs. And so yeah, on. of course. So I started swimming back when I was about seven, I believe. My mom put, uh, signed my brother and I up for uh, like a summer swim team out in Oak Brook. It was at Oak Brook Bath and Tennis. And then um, over the summer, I started to progress a little bit and she swam at uh, Notre Dame actually. She grew up swimming. So she kind of had a swimming background and saw some potential in me and decided to sign me up for the Elmhurst swim team when I was, I think I was like eight then. And uh, so I was there up until about fifth grade and kept progressing a little bit until I moved to uh, a club team called West Swim Club, which was out in uh, Westmont. And I was there up until um, about eighth grade. And then one of my coaches who coached me at West, left to become a head coach at a Hinsdale Swim Club. So me and a bunch of other uh, swimmers that I swam with at West decided to move to Hinsdale, which is based out of like Hinsdale Central. And uh, I've been swimming with uh, him ever since. That's amazing. That's really, that's great stuff. So so you have a lot of um, training that you do throughout the week. So how do you balance the demands of training for swimming and then also your academic load that you carry here as a student at York. Yeah, it's definitely a lot. And I've been uh, lucky enough to have been doing this for so long that I've kind of gotten used to it and know the the academic workload is kind of built up over the years. Right. And uh, luckily this year, you know, senior year, it's it's a little bit easier than the past years, which is which has been nice. But junior year, sophomore year, freshman year too, those, those were a grind. You got to kind of stay on top of everything. And I really... I get it down to a schedule, which I knew what I had to do. I'd have to get up every morning for practice and then go do all of my school, go to practice right after um, school. And then usually I'd go and do my work like right after practice to get it done because otherwise I'd find myself make it a little bit harder for me to start it up like if it's later at night rather than just after practice. So I definitely kind of just got into a routine and felt the routine helped me a lot. And I was able to I was able to handle it pretty well. Yeah, and and, uh, and it sounds like you have some some structure there, so mm-hmm. uh, that's that's obviously helped you. So, what would be some advice that you give to students at York High School who are trying to balance, whether it's athletics or extracurriculars and academics? What's some advice that you'd give to some of our students here? Yeah, of course, I would definitely say definitely kind of get a schedule and stick to that schedule. Like I said, I'd never really like strayed from it too much, and kind of kind of went day to day doing the same thing pretty much every day. Every, go to school, go to practice, did my homework right away. And then, then you get done, and then you kind of got the rest of your night uh, to, to do whatever you want, whether that's need to study a little bit more or kind of spend your free time however you would like. But I think I think that is definitely the biggest piece of advice that I could give, where just kind of stick to that schedule and 
kind of write out what you need to get done to to get make sure it's done on time. Yeah, and th- and that's great advice too, especially that you're going on to uh, college next year. You're going to be uh, participating as a student athlete in college. Tell us where you're going to be going to school next year, and how did you decide to go to the school that you chose there? Yeah, of course. So I'll be going to uh, the University of Minnesota, and I'm going to be a student athlete there and swim there, um, which I'm super excited about. Uh, I chose Minnesota because the um, I have. My one of my cousins uh, went and played football at University of St. Thomas, which is um, a little bit south of the University of Minnesota, and he loved it up there. So I was immediately kind of interested in uh, like kind of just Minnesota, the area, and I knew I kind of wanted to go to a Big Ten school. So I started looking at University of Minnesota, and um, I like took I went up there and walked around the campus with my mom, and this was before I was even getting recruited by them. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of interested in that, and it just like. I just loved it. I kind of fell in love with it and was like, wow, this is kind of crazy. This is really cool. And it just kind of felt like everyone says like, I didn't believe them when they said it because everyone says like, you just, you get a feeling and you like, know. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of, I kind of felt that feeling. Um, so I knew that I kind of had to, had to get a little bit faster and get a little bit uh, quicker times to be able to get recruited by them and end up going there. And I was fortunate enough to do that my mm-hmm. junior year, mm-hmm. my junior season, get a little bit faster and uh, get those times you need to go there. So then once, uh, once I was getting recruited by them, I kind of looked into it even even more. Started talking to the coaches, uh-huh. um, a few of the current swimmers on the team, and their one their pool is one of the best in the nation. Wow. So that's like a it's a huge kind of factor. And they also have this brand new kind of athletes village in the north part of campus that is just like incredible. I think it was built in 2018, and wow. it's got like so much academic like centers for help, like wow. nutrition centers. It's it's amazing. It's incredible. So just like. All of those kind of things combined with the pool, the coaches, the atmosphere, the campus, it just it just seemed like a place that I would love, and I'm really excited to go there next year. You know, that sounds so great and so appealing. I want to go back to college and, and go <laughs> there again. So it sounds amazing. So I, I'm sure you're going to have a great career there, and, and um, you know, obviously we wish you the best of luck in there. Um, you know, one thing I wanted to ask you, you know, you've been in the uh, Elmhurst 205 School District um, your entire career mm-hmm. as a student here, yep. uh, obviously at Hawthorne to Sandburg to York High School. Is there anybody who had an influence on you or who would you say had the biggest influence on you as a uh, student athlete um, during your time uh, in Elmer's 205 schools? Yeah, um, I would I would definitely have to go with Coach Lorick, my, my coach, because he's just like, he's had such a huge impact on me throughout like my, ha- my whole four years. And he's kind of the one I have like interacted with the most. I never did actually have him as a, as a teacher, but you know, I'm with him in those early mornings throughout the season and then off after I practice and then we have all these meets together. So I've just kind of got to know him, know him pretty well and been with him so much. And he's just, he's, he's someone you just want to want to please and mm-hmm. want to do good for because he's just such a good guy. And he just always is such, he stresses, he, he realizes that, uh, Swimming is important, but he also stresses the academics and like the family aspect. Um, he has the saying it's faith, family, and then swimming. And uh, academics, like swimming and academics, are kind of at the same level. And uh, it's just like something that's kind of stuck with me. Where like I just he he knows that the athletics are important, but he also stresses the academics to the exact same extent, if not mm-hmm. even more, because he knows you got to be. Um, you got to be a good a good person. He just wants he teaches everyone to be be a good person, be a good right. just all around like everything. And I just really it's really stuck with me throughout my my years. And I just try and 
try and please please him as much as I can. Yeah, he's a great, great uh, role model and, and great uh, staff member here at the high school. So Definitely. we're very fortunate to have him. So obviously, you know, winning the 50 and 100 freestyle were two of probably your greatest moments at York Saturday. Which yeah. was probably one of your greatest moments. But outside of the, the state championship, what would you say is your greatest memory of York High School? So I would have to say the DGN football game this year, which was at DGN. It was, I don't know why, but that just, I just had a blast. I was with one of my friends, and it wasn't a huge crowd there, because it was an away game, it was at mm-hmm. DGN, um, and it wasn't a huge crowd, but it was still kind of like a big game, you know, mm-hmm. the team was undefeated, so they were like, and I, th- I believe DGN was as well, so it was like kind of a big game, and it was just, the energy there was fantastic, everyone that was there just like wanted to be there, wanted to have a great time, and it had like just rained, so it was like delayed, and we weren't sure if we were going to en- like end up going, and we ended up going and it was just it was just a blast that was like it was a really fun game had some incredible plays it was like i think that was my that's probably my second favorite uh memory of here at your yeah. high school your senior year of course yeah. Right? yeah it was a good time well great well great well thank you once again for for being here with us we are extremely proud of you and your accomplishments um we look forward to watching your uh, athletic career as you move on to minnesota and, um, you know, just a spectacular weekend last weekend and, and uh, such a huge accomplishment. So you should feel very proud of, uh, of, your, of yourself for, for what you've accomplished. Of course. Thank you so much. Right. Thank you for having me on this. Really and, appreciate it. And, and once again, you know, one thing I want to say is happy birthday to you. I know it's your birthday Thank today. You. So I want to wish you a happy birthday as well. <laughs> and I uh, hope you have a great weekend. And go Dukes! Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Drew McGuire. I'm assistant principal at York for student activities. And uh, welcome back to the Duke cast, the student activities portion of it. We've been off for a few weeks and we're glad to be back. And this week, my guest is junior Jack Borchers. He is a member of our York Sports Network, our Fine Arts Week committee. He belongs to our journalism club as well. He's a photographer. He's involved in our YTV daily announcements and our broadcasting class. And Jack does so many things behind the scenes um, to support of our athletics and our activities program. I wanted to welcome him to the show to just kind of uh, talk about what he does every day. So, Jack, welcome. Yeah, hi. Thanks for having me. Um, so, Jack, you're a junior, correct? Yep, I am. All right. And did I miss anything when I kind of gave you a quick introduction on things that you're involved in? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I do a lot of stuff. Yeah, absolutely, Jack. We see you all the time. You are here very late uh, f- for our athletic events, getting all the streaming set up. So let's talk a little bit about York Sport Network and um, kind of your involvement in that and how you get things set up behind the scenes uh, to make it viewable for all of our students and parents as well. Yeah, sure, absolutely. So me and then uh, a little bit of background on uh, YSN. So me and Bobby Hessling um, and uh, Gavin Hughes, uh, both who graduated last year, formed York Sports Network back in 2000. 2019, around the end of the football season, um, to stream York sport, sporting events. Um, we started with football, then we went to basketball, then COVID hit, so everything kind of paused for about eight months. And then we did um, just a variety of other ones because fans couldn't come. Yeah, that's great. And I know that uh, Mr. Wagner worked real hard with you guys to get the cameras installed in the gyms for the basketball, as well as getting stuff out at the stadium. I know our maintenance department has been involved getting you guys hooked up with the, you know, just the hardware and the software needed um, for you guys to run that stuff. And we're so appreciative of what you were able to do. Um, talk a little bit about like the streaming and what it takes to get that kind of going. Yeah, so 
If you ever see um, one of our setups, it looks like there's a million buttons and uh, like you're running a spaceship, but it's pretty simple. Uh, basically, what we have to do is that we roll out a cart, especially for the indoor events. We roll out a cart, and then we connect all of our cameras with wires, and then we connect um, where our announcers sit with uh, another wire, and then we control it via an iPad, or if you're sitting, handling um, the video inputs, are called switching, you're sitting um, in front of a basically like a kind of like a keypad so a lot of technical stuff takes a long time to kind of get that together right it can um you know first couple times you definitely set it up it takes you know it can take over an hour to set up but we've gotten it down to probably and where'd you learn how to do all this stuff um i have a background in um, uh, theater technology so i uh have done lots of tech work for um, elmer's Elmer's children's theater a couple other places around here Um, i also work with york drama so a lot of the skills I learned there. Um, just kind of picking it up on your own. And yeah, kind of picking it up on my own. That's awesome. Learning stuff from yeah. the internet. Um, also stuff from uh, YTV and broadcasting. Great. That is awesome. Um, and let's talk a little bit about Fine Arts Week. This is the first time we've had Fine Arts Week back in its original form since the pandemic. We're really excited about that. We've got different uh, groups performing in the auditorium all week or in our music rooms. And we were able to stream a lot of that content. And I know you're a big part of that. Um, talk a little bit about how that kind of has come together. Yeah, so we um, we were always planning on doing Fine Arts Week in some capacity this year. Um, uh, but about two or three weeks ago, we really kind of started, um, you know, beginning of February, kind of doubling down on it and getting prepped. So that involved going through the auditorium, uh, figuring out where these installed wires for our cameras went, um, getting them all hooked up, uh, getting this back room clear, cleaned out where we stream, uh, getting everything hooked up with the uh, audio system in the auditorium, um, coordinating with Mr. Gemco and the rest of the Fine Arts Week for scheduling and stuff like that. Yeah, we want to just thank you for that because I know we you had a really late night um, a few, you know, last weekend just making sure everything was running well. And how's it going this week? Everything working it's going well? Re- it's going really good. And I, I, I attribute that to a lot of our pre-planning um, that we've done. Uh, you know, the best way to not have problems is to plan. And, uh, you know, the more stuff you can do before, the less possibility there is of a problem. Fantastic. And where can people, if they're interested in finding more about either Fine Arts Week or YSN, where can they find all of this uh, content? Yeah, so if you are interested in watching one of our 20 or so odd live shows that we're doing for Fine Arts Week, um, there's a YouTube channel called York, F-A-W, or it might be called F-A-W York. for York Sports Network, um, there's a channel called York Sports Network. Um, so you can go to youtube.com slash York Sports Network and find our channel there. We have stuff from the Jack Tosh tournaments, both in 2021 and 2019, um, our football seasons, basketball seasons, um, and other sporting events. That's awesome. Well, Jack, just on behalf of the York administration, the your fellow students and the staff here at York, just thank you for all the hard work that you put in behind the scenes. I know a lot of it goes unnoticed, and we're really excited to celebrate you. We're glad that we get you back next year as a senior to <laughs> continue this work and to continue to build our programs. Uh, York, again, check out the York Fine Arts page, Fine Arts Week page. Check out the York Sports Network page uh, and see all the great things that this groups are doing to put on for our students here at York. Thanks again. I hope you all have a wonderful week, and go Go Dukes. Dukes! DukeCast is a production of the students of York High School. This episode was edited by Jack Borchers. The fight song is courtesy of the York Marching Band. 
For more information about York High School, visit the links in the show notes of this episode.